With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Daily Dose of Dillingham. Here is your host and frontline commander of the humanitarian New World Order, John Dillingham. Welcome back, everybody, to your Daily Dose of Dillingham. This is your host, John Dillingham, three-time published author available on Amazon.com. The Tampa Hillsborough County Public Library System and my own website, Dillingham.com, spelled D-I-1-1-I-N-G-H-A-M.com. 321 or 321, Friday, February 9th, 2024. Hope everyone's doing good out there. In case you're new here, I do this podcast to promote headlines talk about the uh, weird agendas that they keep throwing at us out there and uh, try to stabilize everything in my crazy bipolar head I've uh, calmed down a bit since Wednesday I've uh, you know I've realized hey I'm doing the right thing here I'm gonna be trying to file my taxes with my crypto activity from 2023 onward right trying to be honest um, I've started using Cointracker.io. It's very simple to use. Obviously, they're not paying me to say all this, but it's a very simple, intuitive interface, and I think it's going to be great for generating reports for last year and years to come. I advise anyone investing in crypto to get started immediately. Don't wait a few years like I did. Although I've not made any money, you know, it's... It's one of those things, um, when you do make a lot of money, you're going to want to know how to pay the IRS what they want. Because if they see $100,000 floating into your account from Coinbase, they're going to want to know where that came from. And you know damn well they're going to want a piece of that action. Um, My best advice with crypto at this point in time as well is to definitely become a long-term investor. Don't sell anything. Uh, short term that means don't sell anything before a year has passed otherwise you're gonna the taxes on that shit are like 37 percent so it's just you're honestly losing i mean that's nearly i for me that would feel like all right i'm giving up half of whatever i make if i sell within a year so it's not worth it in my opinion when you sell after a year it's like 10 percent and there's all these other rules and regulations regarding it. Um, but in, a, in in the long run, you're probably going to make more money just holding for over a year. Um, dollar cost averaging your purchases. 
Again, don't invest any money you can't live without. That's why I have a savings account that just has 5% interest with Robinhood. Um, Robinhood Gold is what I use for to slowly make a little bit of extra money um, off of uh, a li quote-unquote liquidity pool of money that I can just pull from anytime, you know, without being penalized like I would if I were to just sell a bunch of crypto and pay 37% of whatever that, you know, has made, assuming it has popped. Like, I, again, um, this is why I'm staking about half of my crypto holdings in Sol and Injective and getting returns on that slowly. Of course, I got to pay a little bit of taxes on those, but if I hold them over a year and I withdraw, you know, it's a lot easier to um, pay the taxes on that. So just some advice there, guys. Um, I don't think the, I, I hope the IRS isn't going to come after me for the previous years I didn't file. I've pretty much only lost money. I can promise you guys that. Um, you're not going to get much out of me other than, you know, if they charge a penalty or whatever. But I never, like, I think the major thing that I, like, a lot of people got notices from the IRS, like, hey, if you've been trading crypto, you better fucking tell us. Because they were probably making thousands upon thousands of dollars. Whereas your boy here, retail noob investor, I didn't make shit, you know. Maybe a few hundred here and there, right? So nothing crazy. Um, but when I realized how much you could make investing in crypto and just simply holding in crypto, especially with staking, um, it, it became reasonable for me to think about my future when buying these things. And that's the way everyone has to look at it. I think we all want to make more, we all want to turn our money into more money as an investor. And the sooner you, you kind of understand how easy that is to do with crypto, not only that, but just how fun it is and the community that surrounds this madness that is cryptocurrency. Um, it just makes life better. I don't know how, how better to put it. Um, it gives me a lot of enlightenment. I understand our financial system a lot more, but there's still so much that I don't. And so, you know, it is what it is. I love talking about this stuff, though. SHX is through the roof today. Um, we're up 32% if you hold SHX token. So that's good. I've not made a lot of money off of it, but I'm still excited because I think it still has a long way to go. I have zero idea why it's pumping so hard. I know Bitcoin's going up a lot, too. Um, Injective's up 7.34%. But... Um, SHX is the only one right now that's like at a, at a, um, not an all-time high, but a high that's like 21 was when it was last at like six cents and we're over half a penny now going back up. So it's not an all-time high, but we haven't seen this price since I don't even know when, probably 21 when it tanked. So that's good news. I know there's a lot of good news following SHX right now. We're doing this podcast a little backwards. Usually I go into headlines first. Our rant about personal life stuff um, first. But we're going into the market first today. Because I think that's probably going to be the most exciting news I talk about. Um, but yeah, Bitcoin broke $45,000. 
it's at 47,680. Um, it's almost about to break a yearly high as well, much like, like SHX, probably. Let me back up a, a couple years here. So we haven't been at this price that we're at currently since, what is this, March? March of 2022. That was pretty much before, you know, we went into a major bull market for most of 22 and uh, a lot of 23 as well. I mean, December 22, Bitcoin is down to 13,000. So, and at the peak in 21, November 21, you know, we were sitting at 68,769 for Bitcoin. So, um, obviously we have a long way to go to get back to that all time high of around 68, 69,000. But I think we're, we're slowly starting to make our way there. Um, and if anything, if stronghold is any kind of indicator, which I think it is, as well as Bitcoin, you know, we're on our way. It feels good. Sadly, um, Solana's doing fine too. It's at $105. You know, these are, they're strong. They're holding their position strong. Solana did get to 120 in Christmas. Christmas Day, literally, it was at $120. Um, it's at $105 today, a little over a month later. Um, but it's still, you know, again, I think these are good signs that we're, we're once again, the bull market's starting to rev up again. Um, nothing, there's no indicators here that tell me we're going to go in reverse action or that this is like some weird um, spike. So, there you have it. Um, XRP still is underperforming. Um, I'm still, you know, again, I'm holding all of my positions that I started uh, last, it was November 1st, basically, is when I started really kind of buying into all this. Um, again, those are when I made my most major uh, purchases. Um, I'm holding all of my positions. The only thing I really did was move a little money into SHX from XRP due to its low performance. Um, I did that at a loss too, I should say. So a lot of the, um, which was a smart move because now I'm getting that back in SHX, but long story long, you know, Doge is also coming back up and, um, Doze is at 2.05% increase today, 0.081, XRP 52.6, up. If you hear dogs barking and hammers hammering, it's because the front door is being worked on in the house today, so just a heads up. I, um, a little... All financial advice aside, um, remember Cointracker.io, great way to, to organize your crypto. It's very vast. It holds, if you can't find your wallet, you can simply just put your bit, your whatever address, your Bitcoin, XRP, Doge address, and it will just monitor that address specifically. Stronghold is kind of weird with this wallet. I couldn't find anything 
uh, involving Stronghold, which kind of made me sad. Oh wait, I can add Stronghold. I don't know how to do that. Export transactions file. So I have to export my transactions file and then I guess they, they pick it up that way. Um, so even Stronghold you can follow with this. So, and that's kind of the cool thing about um, crypto from what I've discovered is that even if they don't support your broker or um, you know your exchange or your wallet your like your cold wallet or whatever putting in the address will also allow these these uh, them to track your assets which again is invaluable if you want to pay taxes when you sell this shit and not get fucked by the IRS um, if there's any organization in the government I don't mess with, besides Social Security, it's IRS. Um, and because the government has been so good to me with my Social Security holdings and paying me back, my trust fund disability check is what I look at it as. Um, you know, I want to be fair to the government when, when I really start making money off of this crypto, which I believe is definitely starting to happen this year with these moves that things have been making. Um, again today, 34% increase in, in, um, stronghold. That's pretty fucking intense for one day. I've never seen a coin other than Dogecoin perform like that. This is like 2021 shit. So, exciting times, guys. Let's get into some headlines, though, and, uh, see what we're supposed to be worried about and mad about today. Never any good news, is there, guys? It's like trying to find Mr. Goodbar. I'm the only Mr. Goodbar, and I know I never go to bars anymore, so sorry, you ain't gonna find me. My memory is fine. Biden hits back at special counsel. This was a, I saw this last night breaking on Twitter. Matt Walsh was bitching about it. Um, I'm sure I've said a few things about Biden that weren't friendly, necessarily. And, um, I just have to say, like, I don't hate Biden, but I do think the guy's creepy as shit. Um, especially with the way he's handled little girls publicly and spoken to them. It all is kind of weird. I think there's some story about, like, how he allegedly showered with his daughter until she was, like, 15. Some weird shit like that. Doesn't make sense to me, man. I don't know how this dude made his way into into presidency. I didn't vote for him. 81 million people did, apparently. But there's a lot of people who no longer want him in office. Let's go into this BBC article and see what they have to say about it, though. So I'll shut up. This is coming to you from Max Matza. BBC.com. I'm going to sneeze here. Ugh. Gazoon type me. Excuse me there. This was typed up 11 hours ago. Hot off the presses here. About 3 o'clock in the morning, roughly. Eastern Standard Time. U.S. President Joe Biden has hit back angrily at an investigation that found he mishandled top secret files and struggled to recall key life events. My memory is fine, he insisted in a surprising news briefing. He gave an emotional response to a claim that he could not recollect when his son died, saying, How the hell dare he raise that? 
Wow. He gave an emotional response to a claim that he could not recollect when his son died, saying, how the hell dare he raise that? The inquiry... He couldn't remember when? The inquiry found Mr. Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified files, but decided not to charge him. <laughs> what? Department of Justice Special Counsel Robert Hur determined Mr. Biden had improperly kept classified documents related to military and foreign policy in Afghanistan after serving as vice president. The scathing 345-page report released earlier in the day said the president's memory had significant limitations. Even as Mr. Biden sought to rebuke reporters' questions about his age and mental acuity, he inadvertently referred to Egyptian leader Abdul Fattah al-Sisi as the president of Mexico. <clears throat> Asked to comment on the latest in the Israel-Gaza war, he said, I think, as you know, initially the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. The president of Mexico. Oh, wow. How do you confuse Mexico and Egypt? That's definitely a brain fart. Mr. Hur interviewed the 81-year-old president over five hours as part of the inquiry. The special counsel, a Republican appointed to the role by Biden Attorney General Merrick Garland, said Mr. Biden cannot recall when he was vice president from 2009 to 2017, or even within several years when his son Bo died, 2015. <clears throat> At Thursday night's news conference, an emotional Mr. Biden lashed out at the passages casting doubt on his recollection of events. Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, was none of their damn business, he said. <clears throat> I don't need anyone to remind me when he, Bo Biden, passed away. He said he was very occupied in the middle of handling an international crisis when he was interviewed by the special counsel from 8th to 9th October last year, just as Israel-Gaza war erupted. Yep. It was October 6th, I believe. Right? Or was it October 8th? I'm thinking, like, I'm conflating January 6th. I know it was early October. October 7th. Okay. January 6th, October 7th. There we go. Boom. Um, the inquiry also said Mr. Biden had shared some of the sensitive material from handwritten notebooks with a ghostwriter for his memoir, a finding that the president denied from the podium. The special counsel concluded it would be difficult to convict the president of improper handling of files because at trial, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to the jury as he did during our interview of him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. How the fuck did this guy get elected president? I still wonder this. Like, this was the best choice we had. A creepy little girl touching senile elderly man was the best choice we had to run our you know, run the free world. And a woman who reigned over a prison system. It's just, it's sad, dude. It's sad, like... And I'm not ranting, I'm just like, 
Like, have we really come to this, man? You know? I don't know, man. I look around, and I'm still, I'm so thankful for all that I have, all that I can do in this world. And I'm thankful for the family that loves me, and that my memory is intact, and that I no longer smoke, and that I no longer contribute to bad habits that could lead me into to this kind of state. You know, I just... Opinion polls indicate the president's age is a concern for U.S. voters ahead of November's White House election, but Mr. Biden told reporters on Thursday he was the most qualified candidate. Bullshit. I am well-meaning, he said, and am elderly. I know what the hell I'm doing. I put this country back on its feet. Yeah, man. Because if there's anything that this country is right now, it's back on its feet. Massive inflation. Overpriced houses. Interest rates through the roof. Great country of living, man. Can't even afford to buy fucking groceries half the time. People got Gen Z working four jobs. Still can't afford to eat, right? Still can't afford to live alone. We're sure back on our feet, man. He's fucking lying through his teeth, guys. They all lie. And there's a picture here of classified files kept next to a dog bed and firewood in Mr. Biden's garage. Hilarious. <laughs> That's like just a bunch of dumb shit. A bunch of trash, you know. And then like, yeah. Some, some just uh, classified documents. Asked whether he took responsibility for having classified documents in his home, Mr. Biden blamed his staff, of course. He said he didn't know they had put sensitive memos in his garage, where the special counsel says they were located next to a dog bed. The BBC reporter at the White House's diplomatic reception room described the atmosphere as tense. And it just goes on. I think... It's interesting that they used... I think they're kind of like, I, this kind of goes to, uh, Tim Dillon was talking about how, he's not, how, how the Pentagon has reports stating that boomers are going to be inserting artificial camera lens, cameras into their eyes and like getting brain implants to help them think better in the future and will refuse to retire and things like that and i think this is this is kind of like a strategy against the elderly uh, specifically biden in this instance they're going to use and i think this will hopefully carry out to where we eventually just get an age limitation on on being president right like, if they can determine you're going to be in your 80s, if you're a president, you can't run, dude. Like, you got to be either, like, the, the cutoff is, like, 75, something like that. Because um, Alzheimer's and, and senile, you know, memory problems typically set in, I believe, in the 70s and 80s. Um where they're detrimental. I mean, every I, even I have memory problems, and I'm 42. 
but I'm I'm saying like major things. But this this feels like it's kind of an agenda to say, okay, this is like an agenda I'm kind of with, right? It's like, you know, we're gonna let the guy finish out his presidency, you know, finish up this year, fuck it. But he ain't getting reelected because we're gonna make it obvious this dude, you know, we're not charging him with anything. He's got a fucked memory. But uh, he's probably, you know, I don't think he'll get reelected. I think a lot of people are just, they're seeing how he is in public. We're at 007 with SHX right now. That's funny to me. Um, they're seeing how he is in public. And they're saying to themselves, like, I'm not voting for this guy. Like, anyone that sees this guy give a speech now or pays attention to social media, they're going to know Biden is not a good choice for president again. I don't know who... I don't vote. I look at all this objectively. Um, <clears throat> I don't look at it as like, oh, this is the guy. Like, I don't believe in the system. This is why I'm on disability. I gave up on this system. I can't fit into this system personally. As someone who's bipolar and whose brain tells me to kill myself every fucking day, um, I don't fit in this world. But on top of all that, I have a unique perspective on this world where I continue to see over and over again these patterns of people that just exist to make their own pockets fatter and keep fucking over the middleman, fucking over the middle class, fucking over poor people. I think Biden is one of them. His family is super rich and um, he's definitely a puppet for, you know, I, I don't believe in the shadow agenda, but I do believe in rich assholes making themselves richer using people like him to, you know, follow whatever agenda they have set up. And they've the way this economy is now, I don't know whether to blame Trump's team or Biden or it's a combination of the two. I would willing I'd be willing to bet it's both of them. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm going to move on here. Don't vote for Biden. Unless you want a senile guy probably going through Alzheimer's by the time he's in, you know, second term, ruining this country even more. Nothing about this country is better than it was when Trump was president. Again, not lending any credit toward Trump. I'm just saying, nothing's really changed. It's just got more expensive to live. Israel's Benjamin Netanyahu indicates war in Gaza may escalate. Orders evacuation. Um, okay. Vladimir Putin rants about Ukraine in Tucker Carlson interview. Live. Why is it live? That happened already. But yeah, um, Tucker Carlson did an interview with Vladimir Putin. It was kind of interesting and um, kind of scary just to hear Putin talk. But again, I got to hand it to Putin. He's much more level-headed than any, pre you know, the last two presidents we've had, right? Not, no, um, not Obama. Obama was extremely level-headed. I never saw that guy get passionate or angry or sad about anything. He was always just the same, hey, how's it going, guys? This is what we got. Here's how we're getting fucked today. Here's how we're fucking you up the ass today, guys. But it's like Biden and, and Trump were like two old men arguing since the debate, man. Since the, you know, the 2020 debates, which were a fucking nightmare. 
Um, which should have been an indicator there that our country was going to shit. Even more so than it already had been with the, uh, you know, the onset of COVID and everything. That nightmare. Anyway, um, yeah, so keep that in mind. All I can say is invest, guys. That's really my best best thing. I don't. I, I think it's a horrible time to buy a house. I'm not saying do that, but, but you know, crypto. I think that's the future, man. I'm telling you guys. Regardless of what all these dipshits are gonna do in Washington to line their own pockets, um, I still believe in cryptocurrency as the future. That's what's up. What else do we have? I'm trying to see if there's anything else here. <sighs> Ripple versus SEC outcome. Ben Armstrong predicts $10 million settlement. Optimistic outlook for XRP price. Gen Z, this is from Fortune, Gen Z grad with two degrees breaks down in tears, sharing the responses she received from minimum wage employees after handing out her resume in New York. Fortune. Eight hours ago. This is kind of, I think we'll end on this. Is this, um... or someone talking about the video. It's a TikTok video. I hate TikTok, dude. And, and like, how do I run this back? I can see, I can see the uh, ticker running and I can't rewind it. So let me refresh the page, I guess, and load up all these stupid ads again. Like, dude, whoever came up with the concept of uh, auto-playing videos on a, who's fucking just hopping on a web page, right? And saying, oh man, Fuck yeah, let's go right into this video. And immediately is able to just engage. Who are these people, dude, who have this attention span that just picks up immediately on a video that autoplays without, you know, being prepared to play it? It's fucking like, uh, that in itself is anxiety inducing. It's fucking hor it's a horrible way to build a website. Gen Z grad with two degrees breaks down in tears, sharing the responses he received from minimum wage employers after handing out a resume in New York. This is Oriana Rose, Rosa Royal. Again, this is Fortune.com today, 7:01 a.m. Um, this is the most humbled I felt ever felt in my life a teary-eyed gen z graduate reported back to her tiktok fans while holding a stack of resumes after a disappointing day of job seeking and the brutal wake-up call has struck a generational nerve in the video which has amassed over 23 million views 
Ohani Santos is 26 year old from Brooklyn with a dual degree and three languages up her sleeve share that she's been going door to door to find work to no avail. After her online venture didn't generate enough income to pay the bills, she went into several coffee shops to hand them a resume just like she did when she was 16 and was looking for a job, but it wasn't long before the Pace University graduate realized that not even two degrees in communications and acting is enough to land a $16 an hour job in New York in the current tough job market. It's honestly a little bit embarrassing because I'm literally applying for like minimum wage jobs, she cried. And some of them are like, we're not hiring. And it's like, what? This is not what I expected. This sucks. Um, let's see what this video says because I feel like this is clickbait in a sense, but we're going to listen to it anyway. In my life, I'm literally holding resumes, a stack of them, so that I can go in person to places and say, are you guys hiring? <laughs> it's honestly a little bit embarrassing because I'm literally applying for like minimum wage jobs and some of them are being like, we're not hiring. And it's like, what? This is not what I expected. I graduated college with two degrees in communications and acting. I speak three languages. Oh, this sucks. Like, I, I just want to be a TikToker if I'm being so for real with you. But I can't be delusional anymore. Like, I literally need to make money. So, I'm just going to keep trying. It feels like a psyop, honestly. I don't trust it. Like, I believe she's overqualified for the jobs, obviously, um, but it's still, this feels like a... Graduates have it bad. Lockdown-era graduates already faced a tough road after they were forced to study alone on Zoom during the pandemic rather than share the valuable coming-of-age university experience enjoyed by their parents. Now they're being told that they... That the degree they went into debt for is no longer worth much, as Santos found out. Many major employers have dropped their long-held degree requirements. Meanwhile, recruiters globally are now five times more likely to search for new hires by skills over higher education. Even LinkedIn has echoed that the high skills to land a job right now can't be learned in a textbook. I was so upset and disappointed in myself because growing up, I was told that if I get an education, if I go to college, then I'll be successful. Me too, Santos. And she's not the first Gen Zer to complain about feeling tricked into pursuing further education. Last month, 27-year-old Robbie Scott similarly went viral on TikTok for insisting that Gen Z isn't any less willing to work than generations before. Instead, he said, they are getting angry and entitled and whiny about the prospect of having to work hard for the rest of their adult life only to get nothing in return. What's shitty is we're... What's shitty is we're holding up our end of the deal, Scott said. We're staying in school. We're going to college. We've been working since we were 15, 16 years old, doing everything that y'all told us to do so that we can, what, still be living in our parents' homes in our late 20s? Here, man, 42 and I'm living in my parents' home. Think anyone's helping me out? That's why you gotta invest, guys. You gotta invest, man. I'm telling you. It's the only way out of this mess. The only way out, man. And I sympathize with Gen Z. I feel for the man, especially going through COVID, trying to study and all that shit, man. We got a big, big green dick staring at me on SHX right now. This is the biggest pump this coin has seen on the daily 
um, this in the last at least two years, I'd say. Congratulations, all SHX holders. Feels good, man. 0069, I love ending with that number. We're going to end there, guys. We're at 35 minutes. I hope everyone has a great weekend. I'm going to go run and lift some weights. Take care, everybody. I love you. As always, live strong and die happy.